0: Hello and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We
1: hope you enjoy this week's sermon from lead pastor, Jamie Miller. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 8 through 11, we'll be reading that in just a second here. And, uh, also, just a, a quick announcement, we are moving toward the end of the year, so we're going to be moving into our holiday schedule, so in two weeks from today, we will be going back to two services, so 9.30 and 11. So for all you early service, first, first service guys, that's going to be an extra hour if that's the service you choose to go to. So November 17th, get ready for that. And uh, man, wasn't it good to worship today? Ah, just... I I had not heard that song. It just felt like man, heaven was whoo, really close. The the treasure, Jesus is the treasure. I, I like all the words of everything in that whole song. So uh, I'm after your heart. I, I just gotta just. I, I really felt like uh, just when you sing that song again. I, I mean, I know we're singing. I'm after your heart, Lord. But I felt like the Lord was singing that to me. Just kind of back. It was kind of back and forth thing. Just interesting. Uh, We're in this series now, Nathan Initiative, it's our discipleship and generosity series and we're moving toward ultimately building out that auditorium over there, which was the colonial cafeteria where people came to get fed for many, 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 many years. They came to get fed. It's going to be happening again, big time. So I just had that little thought last night as I was praying and uh, excited. So here's the series in a sentence, one sentence. Everything is given to share and multiply as grace for all peoples. So that's, we're covering those words each week. Everything the first week. Given la, uh, last week. Share is this week. Multiply next week. And grace will be that final week on the 17th when we have our Commitment Sunday. Everybody here together in not three services, but two services. Right. Great. So let me just break that down again. The first week was uh, the father saying the, to the prodigal son, The uh, older brother in that story says, son, everything I have is yours. Everything. And what a revelation that is that God's given everything for us. The second week, we looked in more depth at that and he shows that in himself, he's given his son. He is, the for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He's given his very all for us. And he wants us to get in on the discipleship of that. So God has given everything. Jesus we looked at last week and this week in the share portion we're looking at the church. How do we do this together? How does God's everything flow to us and through us? That's really what we're going to be looking at this morning. So let's look at Ephesians chapter 3 verses 8 through 11. Paul says at toward the end of this Mount Everest section of the New Testament in Ephesians 1 2 and 3 but in verse 8 he says although I'm less Then the least of God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is the word of God. And we say, thanks be to God. Amen. So this is, I'm just going to say this, you guys, this is our passage. Like that passage I just read, this is ours. This is, it's mine. It's, it's mine. It's ours. For over 25 years, we've been trying to do that. Anybody ever wonders like, what are we really about? This is life verse stuff for me and for our church. I mean, this is, this is it. Preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. Make plain to everyone the riches and how they get out to the world. It's the eternal... Per- I mean, who wants to be in on the eternal purpose of God? I mean, you know, it's all I... Lord, you know, I lived 70, 80 years and well, I just tried to give my life to the eternal purpose of God. Mm-hmm. What a way to live. Let's do it. God's plan in and through the church um, anybody ever been carried by the church, just in your own brokenness or pain or hard stuff or going through some hard times, needing grace from other people? These are just kind of rhetorical things, but you feel free to answer. Say, "Amen." I mean, like, been like how long since you got carried by somebody else? A couple days, a couple weeks, a couple—I don't know. For me, it's been probably yesterday, and then Friday. Yeah, this morning. Yes, thank you. This morning. Yeah, um, this morning in prayer. Just felt like the sisters that were in there just kind of lifting my lifting my arms up and and helping to carry. And that's what we do for one another. We share what God's given us, and it comes in and through the church. And this word for us is absolutely critical. This Nathan word, which means. Given all through the Old Testament, over 1,800 times given. We are given to God and given for others. And I'm going to be talking about it next week some more. Just that, what basically I'm going to preach in an expanded way. I didn't know Jim was going to say what he said. I said, that's my message next week. But we're given to God. And what he takes, he consecrates and he multiplies that. We'll talk about the feeding of the 5,000. What he takes, he breaks. What he breaks, he blesses. And what he blesses, whoo, watch out. He multiplies, you know So it's just a big deal, this us offering ourselves day after day, week after week, and then together, then in the church, he does this incredible thing that we could never, ever do on our own strength, in our own power, in our own stick or our own determination. We just can't do it. We need each other to get there. And our generosity, how God's generosity flows to us, these riches. And 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 how it flows through us then it, it creates ripples that spread into eternity. Imagine you got, you know, a, a rock or a little, you know, good sized little rock and you throw that out into a pond and it creates ripples. But then there's lots of other people throwing their rocks into the pond and it creates ripples. That's what our generosity does. It creates ripples that aren't just for now. They literally go into eternity. I'm gonna tell a few stories here about how this works, just the the, the generosity piece and the church being the church. And I want to try to make some connections along the way so that you can see, okay, this is how I can connect to that. Everybody likes stories, right? So this, is, this book was written by my good friend. He'll be here speaking at the Discipleship School next Monday night. Ron Parrish, along with his wife Janine, and uh, they were on our board for many years. They've also they planted a hope in the city. Now they're in, in uh, Indonesia, the longtime missionaries in Indonesia. And uh, I was reading this book, Building Your Spiritual Core, 101 Creative Ways to Connect with God. And I was reading, he had chapter 45 is on top 10 answers to prayer. So he, he's saying one way to connect with God is write down your top 10 answers to prayer. That'll help you connect with God. Sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? He's got, he gives a personal story and I put it up there on the, so you can read along with me, but I'm reading it from the book. One of my top 10, one of my top 10, here we go. Answers to prayer, when we were pastors in Austin, Texas, Janine was driving a car with over 200,000 miles on it because we had given away her car fund for our church's building program. The car fund was slowly being replenished, but I kept asking God for a newer, low mileage car that would be a sign of his favor because of her sacrificial generosity. One day, our friend Debbie was proudly showing Janine her new Nissan Murano. Janine celebrated with her, and while driving home, felt sincere gratitude for her old car that was still plugging along with very few maintenance issues. As Debbie was driving home, God spoke to her to give Janine her car. Three days later, Debbie handed Janine the keys to her car and the title worth more than $32,000 with only 400 miles on it. She even made sure that she didn't have to pay for the taxes on it. Tears come to mind as I recount the story. So, I'm reading that. It's a couple years ago when I got, got the book, and I'm reading that, I'm going, oh, my goodness, that's my car. Like, like that Nissan. You ever see me drive around a white Nissan Murano? That, that's actually my car. So when I had first, when Ron got that car, and he was driving me around, I was down there for something speaking or whatever, and I was like, man, this is a really cool car. I like this car. I was telling him, you know. And, uh, and, and so three years later, when they were leaving for Indonesia, they called me and said, hey, would you like to buy this car? And we had just bought Matthew a car. I'm driving a 12-year-old Tahoe and, uh, that I'd gotten new, and that's a story in and of itself, but I'm driving this Tahoe, and we've gotten Matthew a car, and so I said, man, we don't need a car right now. And so they go on. I thought they were going to sell it to somebody else. And they called back again. They had already gone to Indonesia. Their son, Bowen, called and said, hey, mom and dad said they we should reach out to you one more time. And th- so they reached out to me and said, look, we're getting a crummy deal from CarMax way below book value and we're like one more time to reach out to you do you want this car we'll sell it to you for what they were going to give us and we'd feel so much more blessed in doing that than selling it to CarMax well what had happened was Matthew's car that we thought was a great deal and we did get a great deal on it a little Taurus but uh, a grandmother had had it and she hadn't taken care of it and so the engine cracked complete total on the Taurus so that had happened between and I said yeah actually I'm interested in that car we bought the car, and then I gave my tahoe to Matthew, my son, in college. that was back in two thousand and twelve and a couple years later he 's been driving this tahoe around it's it 's a tank right trucking along and one night in uh, two thousand and fifteen, he was coming back from uh, college night at Antioch and Waco. He was going to Baylor, and a tour bus uh, from the, it was the Oklahoma State equestrian team uh, was kind of running a red light. He was jumping. a a green light kind of going a little bit early and those lights all switch there on 17th and 18th where you just kind of hit them in line and and he tees that that bus and drives the Tahoe right into the luggage rack and I'm telling you if it wasn't a tank if there was three other guys in the car with him if it wasn't a tank you know then the old car would have just maybe gotten the roof clipped off of it I mean it's, it's scary thinking about it I called Matthew called me I called Jimmy Jimmy Seibert, the pastor at Waco, beats the police to the scene of the accident. They have to saw out with the jaws of life, however that works, the guy in the passenger seat, but everybody walked away. Nobody was hurt. Matthew had the car wrapped around it, like shaped like a body around him, and everybody lives. So, the reason I'm telling that story is like, I think... That somebody's faith back in there, giving their car fund away, giving the car away, taking that risk leads to ultimately me being a ch- having a chance to get that car to give my son then the Tahoe, and it leads to life. You know? Powerful, powerful story of giving. Isn't that wild? You know? And I'll tell you some more about that, that Murano in just a minute. But uh, another story was uh, when we were planting the church, uh, we went from my salary at the previous church to zero, but we felt like the Lord said, "Keep tithing the amount that you 've been tithing, keep giving that same amount by faith, and uh, the Lord just somehow made a way for us to keep keep giving well, I also gave up insurance i didn 't have any insurance, and so I was playing basketball one day against a guy that played for some school in South Carolina and went up and and blocked the, a layup. He'd done a scoop layup. I blocked it off the backboard. I'm coming down. He had planted and was going back up for that rebound, and his head hit the top of it Hit the, my face. Pow! It broke my cheek. Tri, it's called a tripod fracture. Your face is set up to lay down when something hits it right here, a, a blow. And so there's a there's a screw right there. And you can, if, do show and we can do show and tell later if anybody wants to come up. There's a There's a plate right here. You can feel it. It's just like ooh, you know, kind of does that. But we didn't have any money, and the church came around us. No insurance, and that ten thousand dollar bill was paid for by the grace of God. You know, and part of it, we were felt like, "Hey, we're in." Just in, just the the church being the church, the resources, the the riches being released in and through the church. One time when we moved to. so um, again, that's like giving out of, that's a sacrificial kind of giving. The Lord speaks to us about that kind of stuff. There's seasons where He says, give sacrificially in this way. And, and just, he, take, he took care of us. Um, you know, another time, when we'd moved the church down here to Fort Worth in 02, uh, there were just ups and downs financially and stuff. And we got in this season, we were in a hole, and I, part, part of the worrying part of me wondered, are we going to make it? You know, and we were a person's salary in the hole, like and for tens of thousands of dollars, and I was going to have lunch with somebody that couldn't make the move down with us. We met in Hearst somewhere, he lived in Coppell. and we met, and he asked how things were going. I said, "Well, you know we're a little tight right now, and he said, "I just want you to know that the Lord put a number on my heart to give you on the way here." like the Lord spoke to him about a number, and you guys, it was The exact number that we were that we were down. I mean, like to the and we're talking tens of thousands of dollars, and it was the exact number. I mean, I just I left there rejoicing. But I guess part of the point is part of the way we hear God about generosity in our own lives is we listen, we listen and respond. I mean, He could have said, "Nah, that's not you, Lord." you know and i mean he's just he was a guy he started care now and he had some resources where he could you know share they love jesus you know and praise the lord so this message here about the riches of christ that we're talking about here it's about way more than generosity but it's not about it's it's not about less than generosity it's more than generosity but it's not less than generosity does that make sense when you think about the riches of christ it's like it's more than that of course we'll go through some of those in just a second But it's not less than that. And generosity is a key on-ramp to the highway of getting in the flow of what God's got for us as a church and as a people and in our own personal lives. He's inviting us, like we said last week, into a lifestyle. And here's the main thing today. We're called to participate in the generous heart of God as we share the riches of Christ in and through the church that's who we are. That's what He's calling us to do. God's eternal purpose from that passage we just read a minute ago is to share the riches of Christ through the church. And the key word there is in verse 9. It's the word administration in the English. In Greek, it's oikonomia. 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 It's where we get the English word economy from. And doesn't that make sense? It's been given to me to share the riches of Christ and to make plain the administration of this mystery. The, to make plain the economy. There are other words to translate that would be to make plain the administration, the management, the distribution of Christ. And it has to do with, oikonomia is oikos and nomos, which is house and law. And it's It like, has to do with the household distribution. Making sure that the, the goods and the riches of the head of the house get out to all of the house. Does it make sense? And that's just a beautiful, beautiful picture of what God's doing. So God's plan is to share His generosity to us. That's the first point there. His, His plan is to share His generosity to us. So let's just look at some of those riches that I was talking about. He is unsearchably rich. The unsearchable riches of Christ are seen in the fact that God, He's, un- He's unsearchably rich in giving every spiritual blessing to us in Christ. Isn't that un- unreal. He's unsearchably rich in sharing, uh just in choosing us before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. He's unsearchably rich in choosing us for adoption to sonship. He's unsearchably rich in our midst in choosing us for the praise of his glory and giving us forgiveness of sins and redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ. Is this I mean, just go through Ephesians and go, Lord, show me how you're rich. Show me how you're rich toward us. Show me how we participate in the riches of Christ. I mean, it's a good it, you want you want to connect with God tomorrow morning? Do that one. I, I, this, is my, this is my joy to share this. This is my this is what I see. You know, it's just that when you just really get down this is what I see is Jesus. And his love and life and riches getting worked out in and through the church. He's unsearchably rich in His grace that He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He's unsearchably rich in bringing everything ultimately together under one head, even Christ. Everything in heaven Everything in Earth together under jesus he 's unsearchably rich and predestining us and just choosing us and bringing us into this salvation man it 's wonderful giving us the Holy Spirit and, pour, and just pouring out wisdom and revelation so that we 'd know the Father and just opening our eyes so that we 'd see his glorious inheritance that 's ours together in the saints look I know this is awkward when I do this, but just kind of gently look around don 't make eye contact because that 'll be weird, but just look around. Back here in the corner, over here on the side, just richness, richness, richness. It's the riches of the inheritance of Jesus. The glorious and His power that's at work in us who believe. It's just like the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. And it's the fullness that we experience together in His body because He's head over all things for the church, which is the fullness of His body who fills everything in every way. Even though we were dead in transgressions and sins, oh wow, under the power of the ruler of the kingdom of this air, what did God do? Because of His great love, He raised us up and seated us with Him at His right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion all that stuff. And you know what? He's so rich, it's going to take coming ages for Him to show us the riches of His grace expressed in His kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it's by grace you've been saved through faith, this is not from yourselves. It's the gift of God. No, we can't boast, but we are His workmanship, unsearchably rich. Oh, man. I feel like I'm trying to preach. And it just it gets better because what He did for us, this mystery that blows our minds, is that He, where there was a wall before, He's brought down the wall through the cross. Through his own body, he brought to took that stuff to death and made us to be one new man. Every race, language, nation, tongue all brought together in Jesus. And he calls us a house, a temple, a place where his glory dwells. And you know, when he gets to chapter three, he's saying, This was a mystery. Nobody saw this, but God, by revelation to his apostles and prophets, has made this mystery known. And the mystery is that the Gentiles, the outsiders, the less-than-human people, the dogs, that's what we do. We, things that are unclean, we, we, we make them less than human. But the Gentiles are now co-heirs with Israel as one people together. Woo! I mean, praise God. Now that's when He says, although I'm less than the least, God's given me this grace to preach to the Gentiles, to the nations, the unsearchable Riches of Christ. And so, the, I'm just touching on some of that from Ephesians 1-3, to 3, but the deal is, it's about identity. We're image bearers. God's called us to reveal what He looks like in us, but also through us. We're called to be identity. What, what does the body... My body reveals like what's going on inside of me. My heart, my identity, my personality... And what does the body of Christ do but exactly that? We bear His marks, His life, His identity. And we are the economy, the o- oikonomia, oikonomia. We are the administration, the distribution. We are, think about our economy in America, things are bought and sold and all that kind of stuff. And the same thing, it's, it's like that in the church, except it's God's heaven breaking in through us and that last piece there is we are his house we are the identity we are the economy and we are the house let me keep moving god's plan is to share his generosity to us but it's also to share his generosity through us and i've used this illustration before but i'm gonna i'm gonna make it bigger think of the the biggest honking gigantic enormous. um just i'm trying to give some big words on this but it's a re- the biggest distribution center you've ever seen on planet Earth. Think Walmart. Think Walmart. Just like, but, but it's not like a Walmart distribution center. It's like the biggest one you've seen. Think about it like it, it's as big as a state. No, think about it. It's like as big as a region of states. It's, it's a five-state distribution center. It's so huge. We're talking about millions of bays where trucks line up at this gigantic enormous distribution center and there's so much wealth in there it's incredible it's infinite and let's just pretend like here at Antioch we're responsible for about five six hundred maybe seven hundred of those bays and there's millions of them there's millions and trucks are supposed to back up there and get distributed and then drive off but God wants to he wants to wake us up to the bays that haven't been getting opened, and us all kind of everybody see that we're participants in this distribution, this economy of God, of the riches of Christ getting out to the world. So we want to really lean into the significance of the church, like man, I'm just wow,'m trying to get this out you know when when uh, years ago we started our mission arm, we called it Share Life Now International, and Share stands for—it's an acronym that's, that stands for Start Here and Reproduce Everywhere. Okay, and it goes on. There's some other cryptic stuff I put in there. I thought I was being cute with the Lord and stuff, or he, I felt like He was giving me all that. And uh, Start Here and Reproduce Everywhere, but that's just another way of saying, you know, you're going to be my witnesses, starting right here. And then in Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth, you're going to be witnesses that drop bombs of the riches of Christ and create ripples into other people's lives that matter for eternity. So that's what's going on here. That's where this is going. In a family, you guys, we all have a role. Everybody's got a role. It just, you know, somebody's coming over, you know, you train your kids to make up their beds. They do it on the first time you tell them. And then that's the way it is forever, you know. (laughs) And no, there's some. Tra- <laughs> I'm kidding. There's some training that goes on, and you have to revisit that again and again, right? But then somebody's coming over and like, hey kids, somebody's coming over, and everybody goes into action. At least that's the that's the idea. And the same thing is true for us as a family, as a church. You know, somebody's coming over. We're going out. We're doing whatever. Hey guys, this is what we need to do? And everybody, you know, goes into action. There's an economy of getting out what God wants to get out in and through us. It's a, it's a system. It, there's just no other way of saying it. And uh, so the rest of that car story. Um, this this summer, uh, so I've had that car since 2012. It's a 10-year-old car. It's about to be 11. And uh, it's been a great car. But it's, it's getting to that place where it's starting to have stuff go wrong with it. And so we took it in and... I don't know, how, like Nissan, you take it in and you think, hey, it could be this. And I'm always like, no, it's probably going to be like double that, you know, just, and it was triple. I <laughs> was like, golly. And, you know, just all the stuff and broken engine mounts and things that I just didn't even, you know. And so uh, we were like, okay, well, let's just, let's get a new car. You know, let's, it's time and, you know, get a new car and rather than put all these thousands into this, this car. And uh, so we went out and we looked at some cars and stuff and drove some cars. And We were leaving one of, the, the, one of those new car lots and, and uh, I just had this thought. Like, this Nissan has already been involved in a building program. It was all those stories that led to Ron and Janine having that car and that lady sacrificially giving that car to them with 400 miles on it. And then it ended up with us and Matthew's story. And, and I was like, what if that car is supposed to be involved in one more Building push, you know, and just, it just was like, boop, just landed here. And that became kind of some of the foundational ways that we were thinking about sacrificial things we were going to be doing over these. So may the Lord make that car run for two more years to the glory of God. That's what we're praying. And, uh, but, but, but that's the story. That's how, and, and I wonder just what are the stories that are going to be happening with, with you guys? How is God going to be working out? wild, wonderful stuff with, with you guys. So last week we heard a testimony from uh, one of our college students, Megan, and, uh, and this, this week we're going to hear another testimony. Don't you like these testimonies? This is a testimony from one of our young families, Mark and Nicole Blaska, so y'all check it out.
2: <laughs> All right, Hi, I'm Mark Blaska. Uh, This is my beautiful wife, Nicole, and we're the proud parents of Andrew and Allie. Uh, Andrew is about to turn 10, and Allie just turned 8. And we have been uh, coming to Antioch, uh, formerly CF. Andrew was just born, so what, nine years about, ish? We'll just ask further questions from now We've
0: been coming to to Antioch uh, for a little over seven years. (laughs)
2: Being in the world. I feel like I've, I've got a grace on me to not be so consumed by wanting things. It's in my face all day, every day. It's a battle and a struggle to fix your eyes and your heart where it needs to be. And a lot of that is spending time with him to keep that perspective. And there've been there's times where I'm doing a good job and there's times where I'm not. And surprise, surprise, when I'm not, it's so easy <laughs> to fall into that trap of oh, you know, yeah, we have this stuff, but So-and-so just went to Hawaii, or whatever it is, right?
0: Our life is not our own. That is a weighty thing to be, to give your whole life to the Lord. And so I feel like that's what given to God and given to others, it just means your life isn't your own and you gave it to Him. And that's where you're really gonna find true life. We're gonna find who He really is, who we really are. That's what sacrifice is. That's what laying your life down is.
2: Approach things very practically and logically and that's blessing and a curse sometimes. As it relates to giving of your resources, your time, your energy, connecting with the proven reality and fact that there's nothing else that you can spend those resources or time or money on that will satisfy what it is you're looking for. You're not gonna find what you're looking for and what the world says. I've never felt more fulfilled and just joyful and Happy, it's when you're serving and giving of your gifts that you've been given from a practical point of view, investing into things that really do satisfy. And so that, that's seeing Antioch's heart for the world and the nations, for the city, for each other. It's really exciting to be a part of, you know, this cycle of God's resources. You're just a conduit. At the end of the day, it's realizing that what it is that the world might say you're looking for can't be found in anything else.
0: I feel like it's exciting to see what the Lord's going to do and what crazy stories we're going to have. I really, like, I want to be one of those crazy stories. Remember when we were building out um, our auditorium and the Lord said to do this, and we did this, and then He yeah. did this, and like I just I want I want it to be part of the story. <laughs> I'm excited to see all the stories of God's generosity and faithfulness, His commitment to us, and what He's doing and building is exciting.
1: Yeah, y'all give it up for Mark and Nicole, Mark and Doctor Doctor Nicole Blaska. Um, so, you know, a couple things stood out to me just watching that, you know, the last few days and uh, the difference between what we sow into the world versus the difference between what we sow into the kingdom of God. It makes a difference in our lives. There's a, there's a huge, in the impact of the church, I I love what Nicole was saying about, I want to be a part of that story. God's writing a story for all of us. We want to be a part of that and we want to be able to, I, I want to be able to, I've got you know, I'm telling some of our stories. We're going to tell some more next week, probably the last week, but everybody's got those stories. And we all want everybody to have those, those very same kinds of stories. Tonight, you guys, is Advanced Commitment Night. And uh, if you're ready to do the commitment piece, then tonight's the night to come on out with us. And if not, just you're still thinking through that, then two weeks we're going to be doing Advanced or not Advanced, it'll be Commitment Sunday uh, happening in two weeks. But God is inviting all of us, and again, our goal in all of this is 100 percent engagement, whether you're no matter where you're at in the journey, you've already been totally being involved or you're not. We just our whole big prayer in this thing, number one goal, prayer, is 100 percent engagement of everyone in our church. We just think that would be like, you know, smacking it, you know, out of the park. Um, again, sorry, yeah.. Um. Mike is such a Houston fan. (laughs) I'll use a different illustration next week. I mean, next service. Um, But uh, just, yeah, God's inviting us into a kind of generosity that will have ripple effects for eternity. And who doesn't want to be in on that? I, I, I want to be involved in it. We've been trying to do it for a large part of our lives here now and want to keep being a part of that story. So if you guys would stand up. And before the worship team comes and before the ministry team comes, I just want to say a couple words here. Um, yeah, just uh, just again, think 100% engagement. And think family. Think like everybody's got a role in this thing. And, and again, it's not me or any one of the people that are up here speaking saying it's a certain thing for you. It's about responding to what God says in your heart. That's, that's the deal. It's that guy that you know heard the Lord say. So think about those stories. In each one of those stories I told, there's a place of connection for us. There's a faith response that's sacrificial. There's a faith response that's I want to be in on what you're doing, Lord. There's a faith response of hearing the Lord and responding. All of those, all of those things are possibilities. And it's just like, Lord, what are you saying to me? What are you saying? To, what's He saying to you? And in this whole process, Lord, would You just meet us? And so what we want to do right now, we've got, you know, we've got time here. Uh, ministry team, come on now. And uh, worship team, come on up. I just wanted to say those couple of things here uh, just as a reminder for us to really be able to hear this, that God, like the story about the Nissan. Again, I'll just highlight that one. God worked miracles through that story, and He literally saved lives. I mean, in the natural. And God, what God, He'll do it in so many wonderful ways. He'll work miracles as we jump in on what He's calling us to do. And the effect of our generosity, the effect of us responding to the riches of Christ to us, and then letting that flow through us, it really is touching lives. Like, just even the church. I mean, here right now, I there's so many times we were talking like the sacrifices down through the years, but to know the impact in eternity is just a beautiful thing. it really is a beautiful thing. So what's the Lord saying to you, and may He give you grace to take that step and move forward? Father, just meet us today. Uh, we want to respond to you, Lord, I pray that just every this is about all of us. So Lord, help us all here the challenge that You're speaking to us, the way You're leading us forward, the life that You're wanting to bring us into, the life You're wanting to show us if we haven't seen it. Open our eyes. and Give us grace to hear and respond. To be a given people to You and given for others for Your glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. And again, as always, guys, if you have any other kind of prayer need besides just the, the topic of the day, then please come and get prayer and just pray with each other man let's pray let's pray this in the name of Jesus meet us lord amen